Hey everyone, it's Cassie. And this is Chrissy. And this is Did You Catch That with Cassie and Chrissy. We are back. We're better. We're refreshed. It's been like a month and a week. Maybe yeah, longer? about five, four to six weeks. I don't know exactly, but I would say five weeks. I think five weeks. It feels like a year. Like, I don't know it, how you process the time, but it felt like so long. It feels long. That's the thing, time. It's like <laughs> it goes quick. <laughs> it sounds like I'm going to go into something deep, but no, it goes quick. But at the same time, it feels so long. Like, right. It's the craziest thing ever. Time is an illusion. Like, no, we can really true. dive into that. Time is such an illusion. Like, it's not real. No, it is because, like, if you think about it, like, I feel like we haven't done the podcast in forever. Right. Um, and while we were gone, like, so I, w- I went back to Greece for the first time in a few years. And I've already been back from Greece. Like, a month ago, I was in Greece. And I was talking with my cousin yesterday who I went with. And I was like, that went so quickly. Like, it doesn't feel like a month ago. Mm-hmm. It feels quick. But then it feels like such a long time at the same time, if that makes sense. Right. Like, it's such a confusing thing. Like, I feel like we haven't done the podcast in forever. I've been dying to get back at it. I and know, it's like, oh, only five weeks. Like, okay, wait. When did you get up. back? You got back from Greece. Uh, when did you say? July 20th or 21st. Okay. And then I – so while while Cass was in Greece, I was in Miami. I got back August 1st. Mm-hmm. And today, um, uh, my plumber – his name is Jeff. <laughs> Jeff <laughs> – Jeff was here today at my house, and he was like, oh, you're back? And I'm like, yeah. He was like, how long have you been back? And I, I had to think about it. I'm like, wait, I've been home for a while. Like, it's been almost – it's been, like, almost two weeks. And I was I was there for two weeks. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, it doesn't feel like you've been back for two weeks, right? It doesn't. Like, ugh, time is so weird. Time's an illusion. But- like, it's made up, I swear. It really is. Well, it is made up, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's just the craziest thing ever. Like, time flies, truly, which is it terrifying does. to think about. I always think, like, at the start of COVID, I just celebrated my 21st. Mm-hmm. So, like, I celebrated my 21st during COVID, and then I'm like, I'm about to be 23. And you between, are. yeah, between 21 and 23, my life was literally, you know, COVID, like, no one could do anything. So, I don't feel too bad. But it's insane. Like, my 21st year, my 22nd year. Like, what? Like, how am I 23? Do you know what I mean? I'm going to be 25 in December. Yeah. It's just... I need to figure out what I'm going to do. <laughs> figure out what you're going to do. You just got back from working the Olympics. Please. Please. No. <laughs> oh, you mean celebrate. I think that's what you do with your life. That too. But, no, <laughs> I feel you, though. But kind of tying in the time conversation in the olympics so that's why i was in miami for those of you that didn't see on social media and because it was based in tokyo we had to work tokyo hours that was the hardest part about the job like it's like 13 hour time difference right exactly they're 13 hours ahead so Mm -hmm. matches would start for us around i'll say 11 p.m Mm mm-hmm so that it could be in the afternoon for them. But then there would be delays because of the heat. Like, the heat was so bad over there. And, and the weather, too, right? Yeah. Like, just, they had storms and stuff, yeah. It was just really bad, and it wasn't safe. So there were a lot of delays. Um, 
But yeah, that was, that actually made it feel, this whole time illusion thing made it worse because yeah. I'm so used to being up throughout the day, but because I had to be up through the night and then like sleeping through the day felt so weird and then waking up in the afternoon, but having, it, it was so, so strange. And it took me, it didn't take long considering since I was there for two weeks, I would say it took me maybe four to five days of that two weeks to kind of adjust to sleeping through the day. That's, I was going to ask you, like, what was like your daily schedule, like time wise? So in the beginning, um, our schedule changed as the games changed. So Mm -hmm. week one was a lot of preparation, just research, planning out the schedule and just putting together the broadcast. And that was like, we would get to work at 11 at night and then be done. Your shift was over at like, maybe, that's so sad that I can't even remember anymore. I was just there. (laughs) But you would say maybe the shift was over like seven in the morning. Okay. Um, That was if you had to stay like the whole time. It really depended on what your duties were that night. Once the game started, um, some people would go in at 6 p.m. Like I, I was the early shift, so I would go in at 6 p.m. and be done around like two or three, maybe. And then you just sleep. Yeah, and then I would. So that schedule I actually preferred because okay. I'm like, okay, 6 p.m. That's fine. Um, you get in, do your work. Uh, the shuttle would come around three. I would be in bed by like 3.30. Then I would wake up naturally around like 7.30, go get food, eat, go back to sleep, wake up around like 10 or 11. And then I would give myself like a three to four hour window to go downtown and do stuff. So if I left the room, if I didn't leave by 12, I wasn't going anywhere because I didn't want to rush and I wanted enough time to like have fun come back power nap and go to work yeah I was gonna ask you um because obviously there are things to do in Miami like if you want to go eat or you wanted to see go to a certain place like that's I was curious like did you sleep you know what I mean like what if you wanted <laughs> to do something during the day that's I was curious yeah it was it took some adjusting but I I really wanted to prioritize like having fun as well because I'm like I'm down here for so long and it was I didn't like being in the room for too long. I didn't like the idea of just like going to work and then coming. Like the same thing over and over. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to get really bored. I'm going to get homesick. I don't like that. So I I wanted to have a plan. And luckily I had friends that lived down there. Um, So we were hanging out. And then there was people that I knew from Philly that were down there at the same time. It was also rolling loud weekend. So there was a lot of stuff going on. And then I was hanging out with my coworkers as well. Like, um, if we were on the same schedule or if we had like hours where we were both free, some of us would go like to Wynwood or the design district, just somewhere downtown and do fun stuff. So it was really nice. That's nice. Did you make friends with your coworkers? I did. I That's did. nice. I met some really cool people. I learned yeah. new things. So my role was a production assistant. So um, I was just helping out wherever there was a need. And that's what I, I like because, you know, of course they ask you like um, basically what are your long-term goals 
so that they know where to place you, like how to best help you get to where you want to be long term. Yeah. Um, and I know what I want to do long term. Like, you know, we both are very interested in yeah. doing talent and um, content creation as a whole. But I like knowing everything. Like, I want to know how everything works. I was the same way when I was an intern. I feel like that helps you do your job better when you know how everything else operates and you know what that person's supposed to do, how they should do it, who's the best at that job. You know what I'm saying? It helps you kind of, if I had to build my own team, I would know who to look for and what skills to look for. Yeah, no, I agree because all my internships are internships. Like we want to do like, you know, talent and on air, but like, what do you call it? We've had to like do all my interests for production. Yeah. So, you know, you're in the room, you're seeing, okay, countdown, oh, this angle, and then you're watching them get feedback and this and that. So it definitely helps. Right. So um, I did yeah. um, tennis, and most of the time was me like logging games. So um, figuring out which plays would be the best for highlights. So like logging match points, set points, game points, stuff like that, which was so cool because I really enjoy tennis, but I've never had to like sit down and be super technical with it. So I was enjoying doing that. And it made the time go by a lot quicker as well. Yeah, that's nice. Wow. That sounds so much fun. What was your favorite part about being in Miami or your time spent working the Olympics? Um, I think it was the people. My experience as a whole, um, anytime, because I've been with NBC for so long. Yeah. And luckily, I've always been able to work with people who are eager to teach, which I like because there's always something new to learn. Like, yeah. I do believe that I'm very good at my job, just being like a digital producer, but there's always more to learn so it was very nice like just being around people that were excited to learn about what I already do know and excited to help me learn more and tell me about their careers and what they've done and what's helped them excel and how they can help me I just I love that I love being around that kind of energy yeah that's really nice yeah honestly I um I've only spent one semester with like NBC because I only interned with them once like they have been my favorite coworkers ever. Like, I still talk to some of them. Mm-hmm. Um, like, my experiences with them were good. Um, and yours, too, obviously. You've yeah. been with them for a while. But that's so nice. And you think you'll keep in touch with, like, everyone you met and stuff? Yeah. Like, you know, you follow on social media and stuff or LinkedIn. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And I know I'm going to see one of them at another – I have another project coming up. We're in August, right? So, oh, my God. It's like in two. Oh, my God. It's next week. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I have another project coming up next week. I'm going to be in Stanford. And one of my coworkers from Miami is going to be there as well. So I'm so excited to see her. Wow. But that's nice. How long are you going to be there for? Another two weeks. So wow. I'm just you're ripping and running. Excuse yeah. me. <laughs> Excuse me. How did you make time for this today? <laughs> Oh my God, no, this is priority. We had a, we have a lot to discuss because while I was in Miami, something else very um, pivotal happened. If you want to, I'll let you do the honors. 
<laughs> for the first time <laughs> in my 22 years of life, one of my teams won a championship. <laughs> That's what you're talking about, right? <laughs> Absolutely. I was watching that game during my shift and I was like baffled. I mean, not baffled because like they earned it, but I, I was just mm -hmm. thinking about all of the conversations that we've had, all mm -hmm. of the fights that you've had with other people, like the Yanni's doubters, all the Twitter feuds, <laughs> even like conversations I've had with other people who are NBA fans and how they feel about Yanni's, my feelings about Yanni's. On, yeah. on the podcast, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, my, my cheeks hurt. I'm smiling so much right now. <laughs> Um, honestly, like I can't even describe to you. Well, your team has won a championship. The Eagles won. A yeah. Season, I don't know. I can't even like, I was speechless. Like, I can't even explain to people like how I felt, especially, you know, obviously we're both huge sports fans and, you know, I was a Cowboys fan growing up. I mean, I still am a Cowboys fan, but they just, they've never really been good since I've been alive. And then <laughs> being a Bucks fan, the first year I liked the Bucks. Um, they had a third or 15 they won 13 or 15 games the first you know year as a Bucks fan so everyone's like why do you like the Bucks like you know I've never been known to like teams that win and I'm like no just wait so I think the Bucks were the first team that like I really grew with yeah and I don't even know just watching it yeah I thought about all the conversations like I tried telling people like I tried to reason with them and then when I talk to people it's like no you're biased because you're a fan I'm like no please listen to me them winning I can't even explain it because it's such a good feeling, and we didn't win other than the fact that we had teamwork and we built a great team. Uh -huh. That's the reason why Milwaukee won, because it's not like they decided to build this super team. You know, they took the harder way. They built. They really made it from nothing, and all the time they spent the past few years, for them to finally win, for my team to win, I was like, what is this feeling? I cried. I was, like, eating pizza and crying. And yes, you sent me a selfie. That is, like, my favorite picture of you now. I was, like, this is adorable. Like, you could just see the pure joy on your face. I'm, like, yeah. And the Bucks, Yanni's, the fans, you guys deserve this. Like, well earned. And then I was just watching the game. And then after they won, uh, my cousins, because we had just gotten back from Greece, my family, like, I wasn't speaking. Like, if I spoke... I was, I was tearing up. I was crying. But if I spoke, like, I wouldn't have been able to get a word out without crying. So I'm just looking at the TV, like, eating, like, my throat. You know when your throat starts to hurt? When yeah. So all of a sudden, my my family's like, oh, like, Cass, like, how do you feel this? And I'm like, I can't speak right now. If I start to talk, I'm going to cry. It was just such a crazy feeling. And I'm just so happy for the team, too, like, all the players. Because, I don't know, the Bucks are a team where they worked hard. And, like, they know loyalty. Like, obviously, I'm a Cowboys fan, but the Cowboys, not that they're not loyal, but, like, the Bucks are such a loyal team. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, being a Bucks fan has a different feeling than I feel with being a Cowboys fan, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. with the Bucks, it's more of a community. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So, for them winning, oh, my gosh. It was honestly the greatest feeling ever. And I, can't, I was going to go to the parade, actually, but they had to do it so quickly because uh, Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton had to get to uh, – Tokyo uh -huh. they also you know won a gold medal but right <laughs> so they did the parade so quick they did it Thursday I was gonna go if they did on Friday but honestly I'm not worried I know I'll see them in the finals again because they're just such a good team but, yeah I wouldn't yeah, be surprised honestly, if they made it back you know, 
Yeah, I, I told everyone. I was like, you know, I was disappointed. Uh, obviously, literally the dates of the finals were the exact dates I was in Greece, actually. Like, I landed during the game. Like, right when I landed, the game started. So I made it home at halftime, but I was watching the game on my phone, you know, game six when they won. But I was telling everyone, I was like, if it was the Cowboys, for example, making it to the Super Bowl, I would have canceled my vacation because, like, I don't know if I'll ever see that in my lifetime. <laughs> but I'll see it in my lifetime. But, you know, just like with the Bucks, You don't want to chance like, it. Exactly. But with the Bucks, I was explaining, I feel like I'll see it a few times. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like in my lifetime, like the Bucks will make the finals a couple more times at least. So I wasn't too worried because I'm like, OK, next time in the finals, I'll go and see it. But with the Cowboys. They're just so inconsistent, you know, that I was like, if the Cowboys ever made it, no, like my vacation's getting put on hold. But oh, I'm just, oh, I'm so proud of them. I, it's just, it's honestly the greatest feeling ever. Like I was walking around, I walked around in my Bucks shirts now, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> is everyone reading this? There's definitely like a superiority complex now when I wear Bucks shirts walking around. But I remember I was wearing a shirt and I was like, go Bucks! Like this was during the finals. I was like, yeah. Um, it's just exciting. And then you know, of course. Everyone was talking about Yanis in a good way. I'm like, finally. But also, oh, like, yeah. I mean, everybody it, it was, was on the train at that point. Like, wow. It was getting Giannis mad, really though. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. But he did. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't even be mad at it because I'm just like, mm-hmm. it's true. I mean, he showed up and showed out the entire finals. And that's why I was like, it's so well earned. This wasn't luck. This wasn't like a pity win. They really yeah. went out there and earned every point. Yeah. And even during the finals, you know, game one, two, three, whatever, I was on Twitter and people were still talking like snack about the Bucks and the Yannis and how they're not going to do it, this and that. And then they win. And then I'm on, you know, social media and everything. Like Yannis is trying to say, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I've been dreaming about this moment for years. Like I always say growing up, I felt like I was Tony Romo's lawyer. Like I would have to defend that man. To <laughs> and then. The past few years, I feel like I've been like Yanni's and the Bucks lawyer. <laughs> um, but just to see everyone realize, it does feel very good. But I saw some people and I was like, hmm. I remember yesterday, you were in my messages saying, trying to bet money that they're going to lose. I but think I everyone was kind of like banking on the Suns. And mostly, obviously because Devin Booker. But there was kind of like a sad feeling seeing Chris Paul not get a ring. Really? That, that was the zero only... ounces of sadness in me. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was the only, like, for me, the only sad part. Mm-hmm. Because it's so hard not to be happy about, first of all, what an exciting matchup. It wasn't predictable. Oh, yeah. It wasn't, you mm-hmm. know, the typical faces that you see in the finals. Not yeah. that those people also haven't earned their spot, but sometimes it gets boring. Like, that's just what it is. Like, no, it was like a fair and square matchup, too. It wasn't right. like, oh, they're definitely going to win. They're definitely going to win. So it was like, it was a cool matchup. Um, but it was also exciting because it's just like, wow, like, Chris Paul is here. Like, oh, my God, yeah. I think he's going to get a ring. And, but they just didn't. Yeah, you see. Way. And also, Everyone was doubting the Bucks. Yeah, the Bucks, no, of course. I didn't see a lot of people thinking that no one. they were gonna win. I'm gonna be completely honest. And like, she, let me tell you, I was screenshotting the messages I was receiving because <laughs> I this always happens. I was screenshotting the messages. People were saying the craziest things about Yanis. He has no skill. This and that. Oh my gosh! I screenshot them. Like, why are you screenshot? I'm like, you just wait. And then when the Bucks won, you know, no one believed it except for Bucks fans, obviously. 
um, I wanted to post all these messages and I'm like, you know what? Let me calm down, Cass. Calm down. <laughs> you know, you don't have to be petty like that. Everyone knows. I was going to just cross out people's name and post the messages. They were right. They know them. deep down in their, their spirit. Yeah. They know. Deep you know what you know. said. It's just, yeah, but just for it to happen that way. And then um, I do have to say, though, the Suns coach and the Suns, they were, they were in sore losers, Mm-mm. which I respect. Right. So it was a fair and it was honestly a great finals, like just from everything. You know what I mean? Like both yeah. sides. It was a good game. It was nice. There was no drama. Like it was just a nice, it was a nice series to watch as like a really sports enjoyable. fan in general. Right. Yeah, really enjoyable. Um, Yeah. I mean, I'm still on cloud nine. It really is amazing. I, I don't even. <laughs> I and definitely last time understand. What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, like, I understand that feeling of gratification because yeah. I remember, I remember it like it was yesterday. It was like my first day of class at Leeds Beckett when I was in England. Mm-hmm. And my sports journalism professor, I won't say his name, I won't put him on blast because I really <laughs> like him. But when he found out that I was American and then he asked where I was from, and I was like, oh, I'm from Philly. And he was like, oh, man. I'm like, the Eagles are probably going to lose. And I was like, no, they're not. And yeah. everyone in my class was like, because, you know, since it was a sports journalism class, they were all pretty familiar with all sports. So that was cool that they understood American football. And they were like, no, I think like Tom Brady and the Patriots, like they might. And I'm like, listen to me. The Eagles are going to win. Yeah. And they were looking mm-hmm. at me like I was crazy. And then I remember I went to a bar with um, my other friends who came over there with me from St. John's. And everybody in there that came to watch the Super Bowl was in a Brady jersey. And it was, I felt like it was me against the world. I was like, you know what? Mm -hmm. Watch what happens. They're going to win. Like, and it's going to be like, I just, I felt it in my spirit. I'm Mm -hmm. like, there's no way the Eagles are about to go to the Super Bowl and not put up a fight. Like, there's no way. Even I was rooting for the Eagles. Yeah. Like, they were. I was rooting for the Eagles. Yeah such underdogs and they just came in and really just like no it's such a good feeling um speaking of professors (laughs) this was was at st john's i had like sports radio class or whatever and i was the only girl in that class literally there was one kid who sat in front of me not gonna say the name he was just so nasty every time i would speak he'd look at me like what anyways i was a bucks (laughs) fan obviously and my teacher looks at me and he was like um mind you the bucks at this point this was what three years ago they weren't even at the point they were getting obviously they were good and everyone was just starting to talk about them but they're not at the bandwagon fan point do you know what i mean yeah oh actually this went, yeah this was ju- just when they switched like coaches this is when they just had like got rid of jason kidd so i was saying i was a bucks fan or i might have been wearing a jersey whatever the topic got brought up and my teacher looks at me and he's like oh but are you a bandwagon bucks fan I looked at him like he had 10 eyes. I was like, what? He's like, were you there when Jason Kidd was the coach? I was like, number one, Jason Kidd was literally the coach like last month. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they literally had just gotten rid of Jason Kidd number one. Number two, I was like, I don't think bandwagon Bucks fans are a thing right now. Number two, <laughs> the year I liked them, they literally won like 15 games the first season. And do you know what I mean? I swear they like, only like come with those questions when it's a woman. No, literally. And he was like, he was like, were you there with Jason? Kidd? I was like, was I? That was like two weeks ago. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, I was honestly speechless. Um, Now I think Bucks fans might, I don't even like calling them bandwagon fans. 
I think they're just becoming more popular. Um, so maybe now I think they might get more fans. But, I think they're um, more mainstream. Yeah, they're going to start becoming more mainstream and they might be getting more fans now. But three years ago, you know, you weren't just because the Bucks just started making the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to be honest with you. I was not worried about the Bucks until I became friends with you. And you were like telling me about the Bucks and Yanni's and how he's Greek. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, no. I was not worried about them. No, everyone would be like, why are you a Bucks fan? I'm like, just wait. Like, trust me, you know, like, because they were all so young. I could see it. I knew what was happening. Yeah, that's so funny. Wow, thank you. It's kind of like me. if I met somebody tomorrow that was like, oh, I'm a Grizzlies fan. I would be like, yeah. okay. Like, yeah. no shade to the Grizzlies, but yeah. they're not um, – they're not mainstream, like a yeah, mainstream like, team, yeah. like a, mm-hmm. like even like the Bulls. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like the Bulls exactly. are not. I mean, maybe now with like these trades or whatever, there it's a different story. No, it's, honestly, it's like the Knicks. The exactly. Knicks, wow, they made the playoffs last year, but it doesn't matter how bad they do. The Knicks are still the Knicks. You know what I mean? Exactly. Someone, like you're a Knicks fan, they're not gonna be like what? It doesn't but, matter yeah. how mm-hmm. good or bad your record is if you're in a yeah. city where it's like a popular, a team, big market, yep. like the Bulls. The Lakers, yep. the Knicks, exactly. the Heat. It does not matter what the record is. No, it's, it's always going to be like a mainstream market. No, it's true. Exactly. Um, And that's the reaction I got for the past few years when I would tell people I'm a Bucks and they'd be like, what, why? <laughs> and now, not so much anymore. Now they look at me and they like question me and I'm like, whoa, 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 you sit down, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just, uh, it's such a good feeling. The last time the Bucks actually won the championship, the Cowboys won the Super Bowl. Now, this is not me sitting here saying that's going to happen, but I just thought it was a cool fact. That is I pretty cool. I just thought it was cool. a cool fact because, you know, I'm a fan of both teams. So I thought that was a cool fact. But, yeah, I can't even explain the feeling. And I remember I was walking around Greece wearing my Yanni's jersey. Yeah. And a couple people pointed it out. And one guy, like, you know, an old Greek man, he's like, oh, Yanni's. This I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, this is when we uh, we had to win two more games from the final. I'm like, two games left, two games. He said two more. And I'm like, yeah, and they win the championship. He said, Oh my gosh, really? He was so excited because they're, I mean, they know basketball. But right, I was going to ask what the energy was like over there. Well, yeah, they love Yanni's. Um, yeah. A lot of people know Yanni's. Like, for example, that guy didn't really understand it. Like, I was like, if they win two games, they win it all. And he was like, oh, really? You know what I mean? He was like, there's mm-hmm. two more games. A lot of people do understand it, but a lot of people don't. And they're just like, oh, Yanni's, Yanni's. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But yeah, everyone was, just, I saw I saw uh, a few Yanni shirts, Yanni shirts out there. People either get it, like they understand they're about to win everything, or they support Yanni's. And I'm like, listen, two more games and we got it. And then they get That's all excited. Enough. Yeah, they're more like Yanni's than like the Bucks in general. Mm-hmm. But there are definitely people out there because basketball is big in Greece. There are definitely people out there who understand it. But there are ones who obviously are just so pro Yanni's, which is how it really is when someone comes from another country. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, it's just. Yeah, I'm just, uh, it's so nice for the Bucks to come from a small market. And it's just, yeah, it was just a good feeling. But yeah, I'm ecstatic. And it still doesn't feel real, honestly. Like, it didn't hit me till a couple days after. Like, I woke up the next morning. And I was like, Dad, they won. Like, it's going to be like, it's going to take you at least until the next finals. Like, honestly, I was on a high from the Eagles winning the Super Bowl until the next year. Yeah, no, yeah, no, like, I get it now. Do you know what I mean? And that was a very, like, like, unsatisfying Super Bowl, too. The following one, I believe that was the Rams. And um, was that the same? Let me look at it. I think that was the Rams. And let's see. Yeah, it was the Rams. Um, Didn't they score, like, nine points? 
It was that Super Bowl. Bowl. No, it was. Three. I remember it was Tony Romo. Wait, hold on. Yes. Was it? it was yeah. the Rams. Yeah, it was Rams and Patriots. That was the most like. And what was the score? Thirteen to three. Oh, thirteen to three. That was it. Yeah, I remember. Um, that was. It was so boring. It was. Oh, I, I remember Tony Romo was broadcasting it, and. I remember, like, someone scored, and he was like, wow, fun. it was so funny, like, that. <laughs> it must have been so hard to broadcast that game, like, being a play-by-play. Tony Romo was probably the best part. He's so good at oh, his job. Oh, he was. Yeah, he he really is. Um, No, thank, like, thank God Tony Romo was doing it, because, oh, my gosh, that was genuinely such a boring What Super a Bowl. snooze fest. No, it really was, like, oh, I remember that perfectly, but, yeah. So I'm excited um, for next season already, but I just want them to enjoy it. And then let's see what football season's coming up. Football season. Mm, I'm I, excited. Oh no, I'm excited, but like, I can. I've honestly stopped getting my hopes up. Not in a yeah, bad way. Like, that really sucks hopes. that both of our teams are yeah. like that. The NFC is just so bad. I don't have my hopes down. You know what I mean? But. I never go into the season like like with the Bucks. The past couple of seasons, I've been like, no, like they might actually do it. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like when NBA season starts, I go into it on a high. I'm like, no. I remember when I was in Miami at Rolling Loud 2019. I got in a fight actually oh with a kid God. online for checkers. I was wearing my Yanni jersey. He was wearing a Nuggets jersey. He wanted to argue with me, saying the Bucks this, the Bucks. I was like, give it a few years. I was like, actually, I was like, you know, what? give me your number. I'll call you when they win. Obviously, I didn't get his number, but I got into a huge argument with him. And then my friends are like, Cass, it's not worth it. I'm like, no, it is. Like, defending their honor. So I, <laughs> to, I go into basketball seasons, like, the past few years on a high, thinking, like, wow, my team has a chance. But with football, it's just the inconsistency. You never know what you're going to get. So I don't get my hopes up. I mean, I'm not going into, like, oh, they're not going to do it. I just learn to stay neutral, not let myself get too emotional, which is how I'm going into it this year. I'm not – um. I don't have any expectations, but mm. I am kind of like excited in a sense of I'm anxious to see Jalen Hurts as QB1 yeah. for the Eagles. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be a nice, fresh start. I was about to say refreshing. Like it'll be yeah, exciting. Yeah, new energy. You see, I have expectations. Not going to lie. It's like how many – we have – Dak's good, right? Mm-hmm. So – and our wide receivers, like – You'd have to try harder to be less than an average offense with the <laughs> players you have. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I do have expectations because, I mean, what 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 kind of player do you guys need to actually win games? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like what's it going to take? That, exactly. Like, okay, granted our defense wasn't the best in our secondary, but we got players. You know what I mean? Like, we should be good. But it's just like at this point with the players we have, like, what more do you need? Like, you have great players everywhere. Like, do you know what I mean? So I do have expectations because if this isn't the team that can win it, like, what do you need, really? Like, you know, Superman? Like, honestly, like, <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. we have such a good team. And it was like that with Ro- Romo never got to play with Zeke in that offensive line because he got hurt. But if Romo was playing that year, it's kind of an example of that. Like, when we had DeMarco Murray and Dez, I feel like that was really our team to win a Super Bowl, too. It's like, at this point, I, you need to have expectations because if these players aren't going to do it, then what? Like, there's literally an issue. But when you say, like, good team, what do you mean? Like, um, like we have the talent. Like, I mean, we have well, the players. Yes, like, 
on their own. Like, they it, all have talent, but like, do you think cohesively they work together? Because we've seen it, not even just in football, but in other leagues where you could have a team full of talent where everybody on their own is talented, but as a collective, no, they do as not a collective, match. no, as a collective, I'm talking about the Cowboys now, they do. Because if you think about it like this, okay. It's not like we have these huge... Okay, well, we have Zeke, obviously. If you're with a cowboy, you're going to be a big name. But, like, Zeke's, like, the biggest name, the running back, and he looks like he's in good shape. And we have Dak. But if you look like a, look at our wide receiver core, like, Michael Gallup, he came out of nowhere, right? But he is so good. Our wide receiver core, like, we don't have these huge names. We have C.D. Lamb because we drafted him. But we have good players that they could work together. Like, it's not like these egos are getting in the way. Like, do you know oh. what I mean? Because they you. might... Me? Like, I don't think we have a good enough, like, <laughs> like Zeke. Zeke has an e- I could say Zeke probably, like, Zeke is a household name, Dak and C.D. Lamb, right? Mm-hmm. But if you look at the other wide receivers we have, like a Michael Gallup, I love him. He's my favorite. And he's not, he, he's a good player. Like, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, we have the talent. He has the talent. Like, that's what I mean. I don't mean that, like, they're all so good. They can work together. If this team can't win games and come together then there's an issue then i don't know what the heck we have to do we have to knock the whole team down and start from scratch is what i'm saying that's what i mean i don't mean like they can't work together i mean there's obviously an issue there if this talent because i think we could work together i think we have good players hard knocks cowboys actually on this season's hard knocks i think the cowboys have good chemistry you know Dak and zeke are actually best friends in my life like if you watch it i think the players work well together the players have good chemistry and we have the talent we just always fall short. Like, there's an issue there. I don't know what it is, but they need to figure it out. That's for sure, because that's why I don't get my hopes up. I don't get them down. But, like, at this point, if we can't come together, if we can't make the playoffs with this talent, then I really don't know. Do you get what I'm trying to say? hmm I hear that's you, why. Coach Cass. Like, oh, it's just so frustrating. Because also, <laughs> no, because if you watch it, like, sometimes our defense last season, I would watch the games. I could honestly do better. And this is nothing on the play. It's like, I'm not trying to bring people down, but, like, it's horrifying. Even the coaching sometimes. It's like, I could coach better. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Like, I knew you were going to run that play. You run it every first down. Like, switch it up. You know what I mean? Um, you know that video of Miss Juicy from Little Woman Atlanta where she's like, can you come up with something else? <laughs> yes. <laughs> No, literally. It's just so frustrating because it's like, we have talent. We have good players. Like, if you guys need to figure it out. <clears throat> That's how I feel. So, after my Cowboys rant. So, I'm excited for the season. Hey, you always have to hope. I think the Cowboys can make the Super Bowl. Also, I can't say until I actually see them play. We'll have to come back to this when we see. Yeah, like week four, week five. Yeah. At about week four, week five, I usually have it in my mind, like, this is going to be a long year. Or you're gonna, okay, <laughs> you know what? You know what? We might be able to. Here we, we go again. Or, yeah, exactly. So around week four, week five, I'll determine how my emotions will be for the next uh, weeks. <laughs> we shall hope for the best for the NFC East as a whole because we are. You yeah. know what? Let, well, I'm not even going to put anything out there. We just going to have to wait and see because <laughs> this yeah, I mean, division. It's like we're the embarrassment of the NFL, but whatever. We used to never be like that, too. We need to get it together. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Season 2, Episode 18 of Did You Catch That with Cassie and Chrissy. Make sure that you 
oh my god once i get to subscribe it's like the worst okay let me try it again Thank you guys so much for tuning in to season two, episode 18 of Did You Catch That with Cassie and Chrissy. Make sure that you have subscribed to us here on Spotify and Apple Music and that you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at DYCT Podcast. Again, that is DYCT Podcast. And we'll talk to you next time.